So the other day, one of my clients phoned me and said, Nancy, I've got to cancel our meeting because I'm really busy doing work because my some of my team members are on vacation and I need to step up and do the activities. And while leaders, I appreciate that we want to step up and do the work, I sometimes wonder if that is the best use of our time. And so today I'm going to talk about the five fundamentals of leadership so that you can get your employees performing at the top of their game. Now let's go back for a moment to this story about this leader, business owner who said to me, I need to cancel my time with you today. And here's what was going on. One of their members was on vacation. And so she was stepping in to fill the role of this person. Now, she is doing $20 an hour work. But what made it justification for her to do that work is while she sat at the front desk in that administrative role, she was able to sell more product to her clients because her staff we're not talking about this to her clients sharing this. So I've actually created this video for her, but it also helps with all of us as managers. Because when we step in and start doing the work of our team, we are not leading, we are not getting the best benefit and bang for our buck out of our time as leaders, and we're managing the things that we shouldn't be managing and doing the things that we shouldn't be doing. So let's dive in. And I'm going to talk about the fundamentals of leadership, because one of the things this client was saying is like, Nancy, I'm telling them they should sell. I'm telling them why they should promote these products, but it's not getting through. And so I'm just doing it and I'll make more money if I do it that way. And here's the thing. When we tell people we are managing, I want you to think about being a child, right? Or being a teenager. Everybody remembers those days of being a teenager, right? And your parents would say, go clean your room or go do this, right? They would tell you to do it. But you were not engaged, you were not motivated, you were not excited to go do that. And the same is true in leadership, in working in a company. So the first thing that as leaders we need to do in my five-step formula is alignment. And alignment means you have a vision, you have a clear vision. So great leaders don't just sit back in a company and think about, oh, this is what the company needs to do. They have a great vision of where they want to go. And they hold that vision in a way that they align the team to it. So what do I mean by alignment? So many years ago, when I first really understood this strategy, I was running something known as a turnaround in the oil and gas industry. And I was at the stage where I had experts from outside the company tell me, Nancy, you are going to be millions of dollars over budget. You are going to be behind. And so I said to them, what is the one thing that you would recommend that if I did it would make a huge difference? And this is when I learned the power of alignment. And what they said 
was that procedures and documentation is all good and well. But if your team is not aligned to what it is that you're doing to that vision, then it it won't matter how much documentation, how much procedures, how much you tell them. So I then ran a workshop and it was a day with our team where we talked about alignment and we talked about what is the mission? What is the goal that we are doing and that we're trying to accomplish? And for me, that goal was essentially in this project was to execute the turnaround flawlessly with it being on budget, it being on time and schedule, and that everybody was having fun in a safe perspective. And so one of the things that I did is I ran that team building, but once that team building was done, you can't just stop there. I showed up every day and I talked about flawless execution on budget, on time, with fun and a high safety record. And so I did that every day and I was consistent in that approach. And I was excited about that approach. And I held that vision, even though I had outside people telling me it was impossible. I had people in the organization saying, are you sure? And I'm like, we just need to hold this vision. So as a leader, alignment to the vision of what you're trying to do with your business, instead of just saying, you know what, sell a product because it'll make some more money, right? Like it doesn't feel good. It doesn't inspire people. But when you talk about these products help our clients achieve the results that they want, then we start to have alignment. Then we start to be talking about it with excitement, with fun, with joy. And so alignment is that very first thing. Now, the next thing is awareness, okay? As I said, right, let's go back to this client. She said, I'm telling them what to do. And so how we communicate is actually more important than what we say. So yesterday, I was up in my office doing work as I normally am, and I heard my husband yell, Nancy. Now, he will say my name multiple times during the day, but this Nancy kind of struck me. There was something in the tone. There was something in the way he said it that said, Nancy, you need to stop doing everything that you're doing and go find out what the issue is. And when I did, I went outside and saw that my husband was lying on his back. He had actually fainted on the deck and our dogs were licking his face and trying to get him up. But it was not because he had said my name. It was not the word he had said, right? It was the tone in the way he had said it. And so when you want to do something, you want to inspire people into action. You want to be aware of how you're communicating and how they receive the information. When we are telling people things, right? Sell more product, do this activity. It's cold, it's neutral. It doesn't invite them into wanting to be a part. And so you need to be very aware of how you're communicating, how you're interacting, 
Are you bringing fun and joy to it? Is it something that inspires them? Or is it something that directs them? And so as leadership, leadership is really about how do you communicate? Are you aware of how you communicate? Are you aware of how your team receives information and what actually motivates them? Because often we think that if we motivate them with money, that will do the trick. The reality and research shows that once people have enough to pay for essentially their food, their accommodations, anything really above that is kind of gravy. And so you need to find what that motivation is. And so becoming aware of how you communicate, becoming aware of what inspires your people, then you will move them into action. Okay, so number three, fundamental step number three in this process is action. As a leader, you need to be an action taker. And one of, I think, the biggest myths of leading from behind or being a supportive leader is that you actually do the work for your employees. But what you want to do is show your employees how you work how you show up, how you lead by taking action on the things that are yours to do and not theirs to do. And then inspiring them through that back alignment and awareness into the actions that they need to do, right? And so when you start to think about what are the actions, one of the biggest challenges I see, and I heard this actually from an oil company recently, is that they're getting so tied up in all the little tiny actions that they're missing the big actions. They're missing those big steps that actually move you forward. And leadership is starting to go, what actions do we need to cut off the to-do list? And what are the important actions that if those existed during a day, our team would move further forward. Our team would get into the big things. And so as a leader, I want you to stop taking on the actions of your employees and start taking the actions of a leader, of a business owner, working on that strategy, working on that networking, working on creating that vision to be even bigger and moving it forward. So I want you to stop doing all of the small actions that belong to your employees that are lower than your dollar value. And you know, if you pick up the trash once, that's okay. But if you get into the habit of doing it, right, you start to do the same thing for your team. And so you really want to think about what are the actions that are you taking? How are you training and developing the team members? So for those of you who are parents, right, I want you to think about potty training. So when you are a parent and you have like a small, a, a child, right, that you want to transition from diapers to being able to be potty trained, not require diapers, not requiring your time to change, right, I want you to think about that same concept in relation to leadership. So what are the diaper changing activities that you are doing, where if you spent maybe a week, maybe a few weeks, I don't know how long it took you to get your child to transition, 
right? But I want you to think about the fact that you showed up multiple times a day, right? Reminding, reinforcing, training, developing, encouraging, right? When they were on that potty and they did it well, right? You were excited for them. And so I want you to think about that with the activities that you're doing in your leadership. What activities are you doing that are these small things that are preventing you and your team from growing? Because you are taking on these activities. So for example, if I go back to the person, my client, who is doing all of the selling because her team isn't, it's like, what do you need to do to train them, to make them feel comfortable, to make them feel confident in selling that product, in making that offer to the client as part of the care package that they're getting? And when you can do that, when you can start to invest time into the employees about the actions that you want them to take, then you can start to step out of doing the actions that are not value-added for you to take and step into the bigger leadership actions. But leadership is developing your team, developing your employees so that you can think bigger, so that you can move and pull the organization to a bigger space. Okay, so that is number three, is action. So number one we talked about is alignment. What's the direction? Number two we talked about is are you aware of how you're communicating? Number three is the actions. Now, number four is autonomy. Research in big companies has shown that autonomy actually can increase profitability significantly. And so what is autonomy? Autonomy is where you give time in the day for your employees to figure out something that inspires them, that moves them forward. That's a project, a, an opportunity for their growth and the growth of the business. And so companies like 3M do this and other big companies, and they they give their employees what they average about anywhere from four to eight hours a week to be completely in a state of autonomy and focus on the things that actually they are interested in doing, that they are excited to do. They actually give them a bucket of money from the organization and say, this is your bucket of money to do something with, to move forward, the project that you want to move forward, the thing that you want to do. Research keeps showing over and over and over again that when people have autonomy and feel that they have a control over a portion of their day or week, they actually outperform. And so if you're looking at ways to increase that engagement, increase that person going, I really love what I do in my job, I want you to think about autonomy. How are ways can I lead and encourage people to develop autonomy in their work activities? The last of the five fundamentals is appreciation. And here's the deal. If you choose to do none of these, I want you to focus on this one. I want you to build a habit of appreciation. So, I want you to think about a time where somebody has said to you, I really appreciate the work that you've done, or I really appreciate 
how you bring harmony into the team. Or thank you for the fun and joy and excitement. Like, what is it that each of your team members appreciate? So several months back, I was working with a client. And the client said to me, Nancy, I have a staff member that is constantly making mistake after mistake after make mistake. And I sit down, I teach them, I show them how, but still they show up and make mistake after mistake after mistake. And I said to this leader, this business owner, I said, the problem is your employee doesn't feel appreciated. And they were like, what? What do you mean they don't feel appreciated, right? I appreciate them. I said, you need to appreciate them the way they want to be appreciated. And this comes actually from the process communication model and through a significant amount of research between Dr. Katie Kaler and NASA. And here's what happened. So I said to this person, this leader, I said, I am going to encourage you to take the next two weeks and I want every day you to find some way to show appreciation. Now, this person likes appreciation for themselves as they are as a human being and appreciation with sensory type activities. And this is very complex to get into as to how to tell what this is. However, when I sit down and have these conversations with my clients, I can actually help them to figure this out based on paying attention to the words, the patterns, and how this person shows up. And so this person, this, this business owner, every day when she saw this person said to them, hey, uh, I'm glad you're here today. I'm so appreciative of the harmony that you bring with our clients. You look incredible. You know, when there's time, why don't you put music on that you enjoy? Because it happened to be a dance studio. And so music was something they did. She did this for approximately two weeks. And she said, Nancy, you would not believe the turnaround. The mistakes have actually disappeared. And the mistakes actually in this case with this person are this unconscious cry to say, I'm not being seen. I'm not being valued. I'm not being heard. And so each of us has this preference of how we want to be appreciated. And so as managers, if you really want to help take your employees to the next level, if you want them to feel trusted, respected, valued, seen, heard, then I encourage you to build a practice of appreciation. Even when they're making mistakes, even when they are behaving badly, because when you can start to appreciate somebody based on who they are, they will start to skyrocket. They will start to create this habit. And leadership is being able to identify in others where they are strong, where they are great, and helping them navigate the path from negativity to this appreciation. Here's a couple things about appreciation. When you appreciate something, it appreciates in value, which means it increases in value. As a leader as well, when you are showing appreciation to others, people around you 
will start to notice that and start to emulate that process. You start to build a culture of appreciating people. And people will know that you're not just doing it for them, but you are doing it for others. And so when they see appreciation in the culture, it actually increases energy, it increases positivity, it increases honest gratitude within the company. Now, appreciation needs to come from the heart. Appreciation needs to come with honest thought and follow through as you go through it. You can't just go up to someone and say, oh, I really like you today. I'm really happy with you today. Good work today. Be meaningful. Be intentional in how you show appreciation. But I encourage you to find a way to connect with as many of your employees on a daily basis and show them some form of appreciation. They will start to reflect that back and they will start to improve their connection with you, build trust and others. So I've now taken you through the five fundamentals of being an incredible leader. And so let's take a moment and review those five fundamentals. Fundamental number one, right, is alignment. What is that vision? Where are you going? And let's get everybody on that bus with that direction. Number two is awareness. Are you aware of how you are communicating, how you are showing up? Are you bringing the energy? Are you paying attention to what others need and be more aware so that you can lead exceptionally? Number three is about taking action and taking action on the big steps that you as a leader should be doing and eliminating any actions that are not providing value to the alignment and that direction that you want to go. And showing people how that you are not going to do their work as part of the action, but you're gonna do your work. So number four is autonomy. Give your employees anywhere from four to eight hours a week to focus on something that is theirs, that they have a mission to do, that they are excited to do, that aligns with the mission of the company, but is their idea, their creativity, their ownership. And number five is my favorite, and that is appreciation. The more you appreciate others, the more they will start to perform at their best. And when you appreciate, you start to look for the strengths in people. You start to look for what makes them incredible. So those are the five strategies of fundamental leadership. If you are ready to move forward or want to know what your communication style is, be aware of how you show up, how you communicate, then I invite you to click the link below and sign up for my leadership communication interaction quiz. In this quiz, it will help you understand the four different communication styles, how you communicate as a leader, and what are the other styles and techniques so that you can communicate better with your team. When you are aligned, you are aware, you are taking action, you provide autonomy, and you appreciate your team, you will start to see that team skyrocket. And that is the thing that I want for you 
in this world is to have a team of people around you who are exceptional and perform at their best. Cheers and have a great day.